Welcome to The Healing Catalyst. I'm your host, Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh, and I know that Ayurveda can transform your life. How? Because it transformed mine. And the best part is, it's easier than you think. Your body has exactly what it needs to heal itself. All you need to do to enhance its healing power is to start practicing healthy routines, which I can teach you. In over 20 years of practicing both Western medicine and Eastern healing traditions, the most important thing I've learned is that healing is a journey we take together. So on this podcast, I'll be demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple, ancient practices are the keys to unlocking a healthy modern life. We are all healing catalysts because healing starts within. It starts with you. And it starts right now. Let's get started. You're listening to The Healing Catalyst, episode number seven. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Healing Catalyst podcast. So I had a really nice break for a few days, uh, time to rest and relax and reflect over the long holiday weekend. It was Labor Day here in the United States last week. And as I said, I had some time to reflect upon the last season, the summer, and also the last six months. You know, September has always been filled with a lot of anticipation for me, excitement and anxiety, because it's always marked the beginning of a new school year, a new schedule, new routines. And so I started thinking about my childhood and that although September meant a new school year, In our house, it also meant transitions, transitions from one season to the next, transitions from summer to fall. I distinctly remember that my mom would slowly, over the course of the month of September, change out the colors and fabrics around our home. So the bright yellows and oranges on the pillows would be traded for darker, warmer hues of rust and mustard, similar to the colors of the changing leaves outside. She would rotate the clothing in her closet, putting away the lighter cotton and linen pieces, and instead pulling out woolen sweaters and pants and denim. I have fond memories of the way she would drape herself in her beautiful embroidered shawls as soon as the weather started cooling down. My mom would also adjust the meals she cooked at home for us, preparing heartier dals and root vegetables, heavier breads called bratas that had a thin layer of cauliflower or potato in them. Come September, yogurt and raw salads were nowhere on the menu. You see, we lived according to the principles of Ayurveda, in which the main essence is to live in harmony with nature. And the transitions between seasons are incredibly important in Ayurveda. Ritusandhi, or transition in Sanskrit, consists of the final 15 days of the past season and the first 15 days of the upcoming one. For us, we can use the fall equinox, which generally occurs in September, as the midpoint between the transition between summer and fall. So if you plan your slow transition for 15 days before and 15 days after the fall equinox, you're good. Now, let me make one point about the slow transition. 
It's really important to give your body, your mind, and your spirit some time to transition between the seasons. So that means you need to slowly incorporate the changes or the shifts that you'll make. And these shifts will be in three areas, your routines, your diet, and the tools of yoga that you're using. So now what do I actually mean by slow transition? What I mean is that you slowly add one thing at a time into your new routines, your new diet, and your new tools of yoga. Don't suddenly go from eating sweet, juicy fruits one day and literally the next day stop eating them. That's not good for your health either. The idea here is to slowly take out the things from the last season, so slowly remove those sweet, juicy fruits and vegetables, and instead start to add some of our fall vegetables and fruits, apples, pears, root vegetables. Do it slowly. The idea here is to transition as nature does. You don't suddenly see that it's summer with blooming flowers one day, and then the next day the leaves are suddenly gone off of all the trees. That doesn't happen in nature, so it shouldn't happen within us either. It's a slow transition that we see in nature. The flowers will slowly start to wither away. The leaves will start to turn colors and slowly fall. It's a slow process. Again, keep that in mind. Slow and steady. That's why we talk about this Ritusandhi or the transition being the final 15 days of the past season and the first 15 days of the upcoming one. It gives us this time to make a slow transition. Now, if you recall, in episode 5, I'll link it in the show notes, we talked about creating balance within by considering the qualities of the elements in nature and then counterbalancing those qualities by cultivating the opposite qualities to create balance. These same qualities that are the qualities of the elements in nature are also present in everything we do, say, feel, and eat. In fall, the element of air predominates with the qualities of cold, dry, light, and mobile. And remember, we are a microcosm of the macrocosm, so those qualities that are in nature also show up within us. To keep these qualities in balance, we must counterbalance or cultivate the opposite qualities of warm, oily, heavy, and stable in our routines, our diet, and our tools of yoga. So now let's translate this into Ayurveda for everyone. We'll go through routines, diet, and the tools of yoga one by one and discuss some of the different shifts you can make as you transition from summer to fall. So let's start with routines. Number one, get regular. It's really important to get back to a daily schedule, especially after having sort of a free-form schedule for the summer. This cultivates the quality of stable. Number two, go inward. All of nature begins to withdraw and hibernate and pause. We should do the same. So get in sync with decreased hours of daylight and spend more time indoors. This cultivates the qualities of warm, heavy, and stable. And number three, sleep more. 
along the same lines of going inward, get more hours of sleep. When nature sleeps, you should too. With decreased hours of daylight, as darkness falls outside, turn out the lights at home and get to bed. This cultivates the qualities of warm, heavy, and stable. So now let's talk about diet. Number one, shift your diet to include more sweet, sour, salty, heavy, and warm foods and spices. This cultivates the quality of warm, heavy, and oily. Number two, incorporate more stews and soups and cooked root vegetables and grains into your diet. These cultivate the qualities of warm, heavy, and oily. And number three, try using more warming spices to cultivate the quality of warm. Spices such as ginger, garlic, black pepper, cinnamon, and nutmeg. And finally, the tools of yoga. Now, as we discussed in the last episode, episode six, I'll link that in the show notes. The tools of yoga help to keep prana, the vital life force energy, moving through the body, mind, and spirit, which ultimately supports optimal health. Number one, when working with the breath, extend the exhale to create a calming effect. This cultivates the quality of stable. Number two, do more grounding postures in which you are seated or lying down. This will cultivate the quality of heavy and stable. In addition, twisting postures and forward bends cultivate the quality of warm. And number three, when you're meditating, visualize things that cultivate the qualities you're trying to create. If you want to cultivate the quality of warm, visualize the sun. If you want to cultivate the quality of heavy and stable, visualize tree roots or the mountains. If you're doing mantra meditation, try using the affirmation, I am calm, to cultivate the quality of stable. Now this mantra is just an affirmation and it's just a suggestion. You can use any affirmation that helps you feel calmer. So as you can see, every single shift in routines, diet, and tools of yoga cultivates the qualities that will counterbalance the predominant qualities of fall, thereby helping to maintain balance within the human system. Also notice that everything we've talked about creates more harmony and is in harmony with nature, the daily and seasonal rhythms of nature, the bounty of nature, and the energy of nature. As in every episode, I like to introduce a new practice for your consideration. Today, I'd like to talk to you about the practice of Abhyanga, Abhyanga is the practice of Ayurvedic massage with oil, and it's recommended daily. Now, I know that when you hear the word massage, you might be picturing a luxurious spa treatment, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a more accessible alternative to professional massage therapy, because you can enjoy the nourishing benefits of Abhyanga every day, because it's self-massage. 
Now, massage has been used for centuries in a variety of traditional cultures to strengthen well-being and vitality. Abhyanga, or Ayurvedic self-massage with oil, also has many benefits, including supporting the musculoskeletal and nervous systems, increasing proper circulation and lymph drainage, improving sleep patterns, stimulating the internal organs of the body, and promoting softer, stronger skin and hair. In Sanskrit, the word sneha can be translated as both oil and love. So in Ayurveda, there is an inherent connection between enveloping the body in oil and enveloping it in love. Both experiences give a deep feeling of stability, warmth, and comfort. All in all, Abhyanga creates nourishment for the body, mind, and soul. Here's a simple routine you can try in the morning for a strong start to your day or before bed for more restful sleep. Choose your favorite oil and put it into a bottle. Warm that bottle by putting it into some hot water. Now massage the oil into your entire body, beginning at the tips of your extremities and working towards the middle of your body. You'll do long strokes over your limbs and circular strokes over your joints. Then massage your abdomen and your chest in broad circular strokes in a clockwise direction because that follows the path of the large intestine. After you're done with your massage, enjoy a warm bath or shower and minimize the use of soap, using it only where needed. If you're able, take 10 to 15 minutes for this process. This is an act of self-love and self-care, so don't rush it. Abhyanga has profound benefits for the mind, body, and soul. I hope that you'll consider it. So now let's review what we've talked about in this episode. Transitioning from one season to the next season is very important for optimal health, according to Ayurveda. Ritu Sandhi, or the transition between seasons, lasts for 15 days of the last season and 15 days of the upcoming season. This allows us to make a slow transition from one season to the other. In fall, the element of air predominates with the qualities of cold, dry, light, and mobile. And because we are a microcosm of the macrocosm, these same qualities will show up within us. In order to keep these qualities in balance, we must cultivate the opposite qualities of warm, oily, heavy, and stable in our routines, our diet, and the tools of yoga that we're using. Seasonal transitions come every year on a regular basis. They create a rhythm in nature, a rhythm that we also need to follow. Remember, Ayurveda is all about keeping in sync, staying in harmony with nature. Thanks so much for being with me on this episode of the Healing Catalyst podcast. Until next time, be well. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. 
That way, you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. And if you're feeling really inspired, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast more easily. If you want to learn more, visit me on the interwebs at avantikumarsingh.com and you can subscribe to my newsletter where I send exclusive invites to my events, special announcements, and give you more self-healing tools and tips. And if you want to hang out even more with me, I spend most of my time on Instagram. You can find me at Avanti Kumar Singh, and we can connect more there. Until next time, remember, with the right catalyst, you have the power to activate your own healing, because healing starts within. This episode was produced by Dante32.